0: You're listening to the Tamar Yonah Show here at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. We are live, if you are listening in on Sunday, the 11th, uh, of sorry the 12th of november this is day 37 of the war with gaza after we were brutally attacked on october 7th on a very very happy holiday in the sabbath here in israel and uh our troops are in gaza fighting in fierce battles and we are praying for their safety today's show we are going to be talking about these topics number one this is what fury looks like two leadership three This is 21C West. What does that mean? I don't know, (laughs) but our guest does, and he's going to talk about that. What does rape mean in jihad mentality? What is taqiyah? and Recognizing Reality of Borders. Our weekly guest is Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. He's a researcher, former lecturer at Ben-Gurion University. He's auth- authored over 90 books and 400 research papers on science, history, and more. And I want to remind everybody that if you, if you have any comments or questions, you can call into the show if you're listening live. That means if it is Sunday, November 12th, at uh, between 4 to 5 p.m. Holy Time, right here in the land of Israel, that means that we are live. Or if it's between 9 to 10 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time, that means that we are live and you can call to the show. If you're hearing the show at any other time, it means that you're listening to a replay of it and no one will be here to take your call. So don't call in unless you're listening live on Sunday afternoon Israel time, Sunday morning New York time. And I want to welcome to the show now Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. Thank you. All right. Well, I just like to start out with uh, that. This is again day 37 in the war. I had one son who was fighting in Gaza and another son who was on the northern border. And now my son that was on the northern border has been brought down to the southern border. And now I have two. Uh, fighting there and we are all praying for the safety of all the soldiers. I'm praying for the safety of all the soldiers as well as my own, of course, but of all the soldiers, I don't want anybody to have to get the bad news. God forbid that someone was God forbid killed or hurt. And we want to put an end to this monstrous entity, this den of vipers that exists in Gaza. And uh, where would you like to start?
1: Well, I, First of all, I'd like to just uh, just sort of uh, counter what you just said. I want to remind people that um, I, I write up notes before every show, and anybody wants the file of notes, it's a, it's a plain text file, so it can be easily transferred by mail. Anybody wants that is welcome to ask for it, no problem.
0: Write um, in and- at info, or Tamar, T-A-M-A-R, at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Go ahead, and I'll pass. And also, there
1: are other things that I've mentioned in the past that, if people are interested in, there's a I have a a a PowerPoint that um, uh, describes the passages in the Quran, which state very, very clearly that Israel, according to Muhammad, is always and only the property of the Jewish people. That's what the Quran says. So, anybody who's interested in, of course, those are in English anybody is interested in that, they're welcome to request them. That's not a problem. Um and we can get on to what the uh, to our actual subjects.
0: Okay, but if I can add to what you're saying a little tagline, not only does the Quran say that Israel belongs to the Jewish people, but the Bible <laughs> says that. If you read well, the, the Bible is <laughs> obvious, but
1: what I'm saying here is that there is I differentiate and, and this I, I completely agree with with um uh uh, uh, um, uh scientists are much bigger than I am, like of al uh, Bernard Lewis, and many others, uh, uh, um, uh, um, uh, leading scholars of the 20th century of uh, uh, of um, uh, what, what's sometimes called Orientalism of of Islam, that said very clearly that there is a differentiation between Islam and Islamist. So there are people that are that are Muslims and they're wonderful people, and I've had many friends over the years that are that are Muslims. Um, uh, uh, and we can see this with, with uh, 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 around the world, and then there are these horrible monstrous extremists that basically uh, uh, um, took Islam and made it into something horrible. And it doesn't have to be that way. We should be careful not to blame Islam as a whole for the horrible actions of these monsters. And so, uh, 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 so it's important to remember that the Quran itself, itself, that they claim to support, and they don't, actually refutes their claims. Or as one very prominent uh, uh, imam told me, every Islamist is a kafir, is a, uh, a apostate in terms of Islam. Every Islamist. That means not every Muslim, every Islamist, anyone, anyone of this of this Muslim Brotherhood uh, 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 and all of its derivatives, whether it be called ISIS or or Hamas or Boko Haram or or Islamic Jihad or whatever name they 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 play around with at the time, all of these are parts of the Muslim Brotherhood, and all of these are aberrations of Islam.
0: Well, let's hope that they un <laughs> they undo it quickly. All right. So let's go to the topics. Okay. Um, this is what so, fury looks like. Let's start from
1: there. Yeah. Well, what, 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 One of the things that people don't really understand, and I think this is important, particularly in the people of the West. What do we see? What do the Israelis see? What are we thinking about? What are, what, what's our reaction? I mean, a- a- anytime you want to understand something that's going on in the world, you need to be able to understand what those people are thinking. We need to understand the, the the people in Gaza and the, the and, and, and whatever needs to understand us. I mean, why are we doing what we're doing and, and etc. So, you know, Israelis look and observe and they listen. The, the the so-called erstwhile leaders of Hamas declare again and again that they have some sort of a right to kill Jews, that they're proud of the massacre, rape and abominations. Of, of the 7th of October and promised to do it again and again and again. I'm certain most people have seen the, the, the recent uh, uh, video with a, uh, 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 a very senior um, uh, Hamas uh, official saying that they, intend, they fully intend to do it a second and a third and a fourth time and continue to do it until they have basically genocided all of the Jews in Israel. In the beginning, and then all the Jews in the world. That, that's what they say. That's what they write. Israelis see that the vast majority of the Christian West is actually pleased with this. It's not that they don't, they don't have a problem with this. We haven't seen any representative, for instance, of the White House come out and say that the, the statements made by this senior Hamas person are horrible statements, are an abomination. We haven't seen anyone, any representative of the Vatican come out and say that this is not a legitimate statement. You cannot cry out in the streets that you want death to all Jews. We haven't seen anybody from from the United Nations or the Red Cross or the government of Belgium, for instance, with one of the worst human rights records in history of humanity, come out and say that these claims are not illegitimate claims. Nobody has said that. None, none None of these Western leaders have said that. Claiming that you have a right to genocide Jew- Jews is not a, is not a right. This is one. Of, this is what Jews here in Israel see, and I should even say more than that. Many Arabs here in Israel that support the, that that support the Jewish state very strongly, see that as well, and are just as disappointed in the West. The Church continues to teach that Jews have only one right, and that's the right to be dead. This is what we see. Israelis see that our brothers and sisters, elderly and children were butchered in what many desired to be a continuation of the Holocaust. The IDF uh, operates within the laws of armed conference. Since the war began, the IDF has dropped one and a half million flyers, sent six million voice messages and four million text messages to residents of Gaza, please get out of the way. We do not wish to harm you. And yet, imitation media around the West doesn't bother to report that. And the fact that it doesn't bother to report, that, this is these are the things that we here in Israel pay attention to. And that's part of our fury. When people come and say that they are going to repeat the Holocaust. We have a right to be furious with them. That is our right and our duty. The West gave a few days of false sympathy. Both Western West and Hamas clearly underestimated the ferocity of Israel's response to, a co- to, the, to the 7th of October. This is critically important for people to understand. The source was Iran. But the, but the actions of the 7th of October were much deeper and much more... Uh, uh, broader than, than, pardon me, just the genocidal attack. We now know, now for a certainty, that Western media companies were embedded in the attackers and were involved, complicit, actively complicit in Hamas planning. We know this. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is not a theory of any kind. We know this to be the case. The total plan took two years. The media were involved for at least a significant part of that time. We know that the primary logistic vehicles for transport of weapons, fighters, missiles, etc., are vehicles camouflaged as, as ambulances in, in Gaza, throughout the, the entire Gaza Strip. We know that most of these, the vast majority of these vehicles are not actually ambulances. We know this. We've seen recordings of this. We've seen people, we've, we've heard people Actually, laugh at Western media on the in, in telephone conversations that have been recorded and been and been published by the idea.
0: So I I have to say here that where is the response then from the Red Cross that gives the Red Crescent credence?
1: Well, that's exactly what I said. The Red Cross to this day, just as the Red Cross refused during the Holocaust to visit. Um, uh, 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 Jewish inmates of concentration camps. The Red Cross refused. They did not say that they're not capable of visiting the hostages. They refused outright from the very beginning. The Red Cross to this day refuses to recognize um uh, the Dome.
0: which is Israel's Red uh, or emergency services, well, like, actually, and emergency and room. they the Red Cross has not gone in to do its job. With our kidnapped men, women, children and babies.
1: Well that's what I just said. They it's not they didn't claim that they had they don't have the capability, they're not being permitted to. They outright refused the request from the very beginning, without even trying. Social media has been actively supporting these demonstrations. The demonstrations began immediately after the attack. On the eighth of October there were already demonstrations crying, Gas the Jews. Is it possible that these demonstrations were spontaneous or were they organized ahead of time? We know today that they were organized, that they were predefined, that, in, that the social media had a predefined role to amplify the attack worldwide. This is not something that we're, this is not a supposition. This is, we know this to be the case. Iran has learned to use all Western, me, all Western tools, including the media, against the West. Civilizational danger has never been greater than it is today. I want to recommend um, a, a few days ago a gentleman, a gentleman who's really deserving the, of the title gentleman and scholar. He, he's not Jewish. His name is Francisco Gilwhite. He's a professor of, of anthropology and history and political science. I don't know which, which university he's associated with. Pardon me on that.
0: It, it, the E-Time um, University in Mexico City, I believe. Okay.
1: Uh, I, I, I had the, uh, the, the, the singular pleasure once to meet him and speak with him. The man is absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, uh, he came out with a statement just a few days ago, which was fascinating. He says, look, this is I'm, I'm perhaps not quite quoting him exactly, but he says, look, I'm not Jewish. Why am I supporting Israel? This is self defense. He says, look at history. Every time has come from the Jews, somebody has come for the Jews, more Christians have been killed, more non Jews have been killed than Jews were killed. And he goes down through all through history the the, the, the Inquisition, the Crusades, the Holocaust. Every time. When I and I mentioned last week. In the third jihad, the jihad coming, that that we're in the midst of right now, tens of millions of people have been killed, about 80% of them are Muslims. This is madness. This is not anything that makes any kind of sense, even even anti-Semitic sense it doesn't make. After one month, the northern part of the Gaza Strip is scorched earth, both under and underneath. I mean, both the top and the underneath. The jihad and its philosophy will not disappear tomorrow or next year. Hamas is the most sophisticated terror infrastructure in human history. Everybody says that, well, Hezbollah is much larger and more powerful. That is true. But the infrastructure developed by Hamas over the past uh, 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 a decade and a half, approximately, is the most sophisticated terror infrastructure anyone has developed anywhere in the world and this is what needs to be eliminated.
0: Okay, so give our, our listeners an example.
1: Well, for instance, a terror network. People don't realize, for instance, that all of the all of the rockets that are hitting Israel today, hitting Israel in these the past basically the past two weeks, come from either within the tunnels or from underneath mosques and hospitals.
0: And by the way, UN bases. UN yes. schools, etc., and yes. and how is it that the United Nations? I mean, they had to know. You have to know if if rockets and missiles are being fired from your from your your building, or or right near your building, and they don't do anything about it. So they're complicit. They're completely complicit and in this. They're
1: not. They're not complicit. They are part of it. Okay. We have to understand this, and I've mentioned this previous in previous weeks. The United Nations is not the solution to the problem. It is the problem. The United Nations is very definitely a part of Hamas. Hamas is not controlling the United Nations. I'm sorry, the United Nations is not controlling Hamas. Hamas is controlling the United Nations. And I know that sounds like an extreme statement. It is not. The United Nations has a vast organization here called UNRWA an organization specifically targeted, specifically created to harm Israel. No no other people in the world have uh, their concept of, of, of refugee status continued for five generations. It never happened anywhere ever to anyone. Right. Except for the Palestinians. Right. No other people in the world have ever received the quantity of funding of basically parasitical funding that they that they, that they the, the, the so-called Palestinians have received over the years. And that's all part of all part of the United Nations effort to undermine Israel. And has been since the very beginning. And I've always said to my and I've always said many, many times, never trust a liar who believes himself. What we know today is that. Anything, anything and everything that comes out of the mouths of Hamas is a lie. We, thought, we, we all know about the, the, the incident of, of the so-called Israel bombing a hospital, which was a total lie. The hospital was not bombed. Israel did not do anything related to that. And 500 people did not die. So now they're claiming 10,000 civilians in Gaza have been killed.
0: And well, uh, I think 4,000 children, are, they're, they're saying as well.
1: Well, first of all, we know that in that 10,000 numbers, that 500 that never existed. And secondly, we know that the vast majority of those were not civilians, but were actually fighters, were actually armed people trying to kill kill Israelis. So any of these data that comes out of, 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 of Hamas, any and all of it, is worse than suspect. It's lies, it's lies that are intentional, it's lies that are pre-planned. Remember, these demonstrations that are occurring around the world were planned months in advance. And we can see that because these people have have printed signs, have have, have coordination between them, this coordination between London and Sydney and New York and etc. These things are not spontaneous, they didn't just happen. If you are a New Yorker, let me tell you very clearly: you are being played by Iran, and Iran wants you dead. And if you don't understand that, you will be dead. And yes, that is a harsh statement, but we now know that it it is true, and it is working actively towards that goal. As tomorrow, as you always say, first the Saturday and then the Sunday.
0: First the Saturday people, then the Sunday people. First the little Satan, Israel, and then the big Satan, America. They hate the West. But Westerners don't understand it because Westerners don't hate the East. And so they think, if I don't hate them, why do they hate me? They don't understand. You
1: remember after 9-11, what was, what was in every um, uh, 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 newspaper headline around, around the United States? Why do they hate us? And Americans were crying well why you know why did they hate why did they hate us why are they trying to why made why did they attack us what's the, what's the issue and despite more than two decades Americans have still not woken, woken up to what's going on
0: right and and by the way at that time when they were attacked on 9/11 America was not in Afghanistan um, in, in a war they were not in uh, Iraq in a war they were not in in, at war with Saudi Arabia which were most of the terrorists were from so yeah you need to wake up not everybody thinks like you and if you don't understand your enemy you're going to lose you're going to lose and we here in Israel who are surrounded by them and have been their victims for so long we understand them much better and when someone says they want to kill you believe them Oh, yes. Let me
1: explain a little bit about leadership. You know, and some of these people, you know, a, a, a lot of people in America really don't understand understand Hamas because they don't understand the leadership. So let's look at, for instance, um, uh, the three uh, 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 senior leaders of Hamas, Ismail Haniyeh, worth $4 billion. All of that $4 billion is not money that he earned, it's money that he took. Khalid Mashal is worth $4 billion, again, money that he took. Musa Abu Mazouk is worth $3 billion, money that he took. It's all money that they take, that they either extorted from the Palestinians, we always tend to say their own people, they're not their own people. Yes, the vast majority of the people living in the Gaza Strip support Hamas. We've said this, there have been surveys about this before the war. it was about a month before the war. I think it was in September. It might have been in, in August. There was a survey done. 84% of the people in Gaza said that they support uh, the Hamas Charter, which calls for the extermination of Jews around the world. Okay. But that's that's just the people in Gaza. The people, generally speaking, even the, the vast majority of Palestinians, or quote-unquote Palestinians, or however you want to phrase it. Arabs. No, I, Gaza I, 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 and I Arabs. do not want to say right. Arabs because you, there, there are Arabs, like, for instance, in, 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 in the Gulf that despise these people
0: awfully. OK, as much
1: as you so,
0: so they're Arabs in the PA in the Palestinian Authority or Arabs in Gaza? My oh, father okay. was a Palestinian. If you called a, uh, an Arab a Palestinian uh, back when, before they chose to uh, all of a sudden steal that identity, uh, they would take umbrage to it. They would say, I'm a southern Syrian, or they would say, I'm an Egyptian.
1: Yes. And by the way, the, 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 the Gazans were all Egyptians. We've, we've, we've spoken in the past that the, that the original Gazans, the people that actually lived there for a few generations, were all from Egypt and as i've reported i knew many of them they were they were decent people i don't know if any of them still exist hamas has probably killed them all off by now but but if any of them still exist i think you know they were never they were fine they were they were they just wanted to do business and live their lives and and, and, and i i talked about that fellow with the uh, with the ice cream concession and etc i don't want to go over it again it's kind of a disgusting story they, they were normal people these were not Arab. The, 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 these people that we're dealing with today are not. I will not call them Arabs. I will not besmirch the name of Arabs by calling them Arabs. These so-called Palestinians. These are filth. Well, let's look at these leaders. As I said, you know, how, how do they get all this money? Well, they, they, they do a lot of crypto cryptocurrency scams. They have a lot. They own a lot of real estate. How do they own the real estate? Well, they took it. They they, they they tax the people in the Gaza Strip, they extort the people in the Gaza Strip. We had uh, up until the up until the seventh of October, we had some thirty thousand Gazans that worked inside of Israel, which I always thought, said was a moronic thing for us for our government to do. But that was that that that's the way the left thinks here, even here. I thought I hope it's changed. Well, any time they came home with a salary, part of that salary was extorted by Hamas. That's not taxes, that's extortion. From Al-Azhar, the the leading Sunni um, uh, intellectual center situated in Cairo, um, uh, 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 to the International Union of Muslim Scholars in Doha, Qatar, large Islamic organizations issued a fatwa against Israel. Quote, there are no Israeli civilians, there are all targets. How is that possible? How could they say make a statement like that? They know that they're lying. They
0: know that this isn't true. And they don't get what called the, out for it either. No. But Israel's what, always what, well, what about the poor, the poor civilians in Gaza? On. Sorry? I'm saying that we're always called out on it. What about yes. the poor, poor civilians in Gaza? That's what they're they're saying they didn't see the civili- they they obviously did not see videos of the civilians in Gaza who were following the terrorists into the Jewish communities and raping and looting and when when some of the hostages were brought into Gaza They went in and they started beating them as they were uh, even on the truck chasing after the trucks where their naked bodies. They stripped them naked. Some one one or two were dead already. And they just took their sticks and they're beating it and cheering and cheering. These are the these are the civilians, quote unquote, there. We're getting a red alert signal right now uh, coming in in uh, just a moment. Well, while I'm finding out, we're praying for the safety of the people there. It looks like it's in the north of Israel. Yes, it's in the north of Israel. Uh, these, are the, these are the northern communities on the west and northwest coast. And uh, we're praying for all the, the safety of all the people there, Shlomi and uh, Avdan and Mitzvah, etc., etc. et cetera. Please, uh, they're running for uh, their shelters now to try to get out of the way. Uh, I want to explain to people that when we get a red alert siren, it could be any of the following. It could be that a bomb, a missile, a rocket is coming in. It could be that there's a terrorist infiltration. It could, we're getting more red alert sirens now. Uh, it's Oh, it's, all right, it's coming down a little bit more south in Kiryat Bialik and uh, Akko. That's on the uh, western coast of Israel. And we're praying for the safety of all the people in the region there who are under red alert sirens right now. It could be, uh, sometimes they're, they're uh, having t- terrorists make a, a infiltration and they come in by, what is it like Uh, they're flying on those I now I'm losing my gliders Gliders, like gliders something like that yeah Um, so it could be any of these things and people are instructed to run into their safe rooms which is basically a bomb shelter in their apartments and every Israeli every new Israeli home that's been built since I believe 1991 I think it was since the the last Gulf War uh they have to have what's called a safe room or a bomb shelter in their home and that is hopefully preventing if their uh, their house is hit by a a rocket or a missile or an infiltration they can lock themselves in that room it's reinforced and they have much better chance of surviving okay <coughs>
1: Uh, uh uh Israel's president we uh, people may not, may not be familiar we have both a prime minister and a president the prime minister is officially called the head of the government of Israel and the president is considered the head of the state of Israel the president does not have any executive powers he's mostly a figurehead
0: right, right?
1: but Israel's president Isaac Herzog warned Europeans just the other week um Quote, you have to understand, if Israel no longer exists, Europe will be next. And we've already seen, for instance, Schultz in in Germany saying out loud, we may need to begin to deport Muslims. So some Europeans are beginning to wake up. Which country was that? I'm
0: surprised. Which country was that? Schultz in Germany. Uh, In Germany. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Yes. Um, uh, uh, the question is, and, and this is a a, a horrible question, do, do does Europe still have a sufficient number of its own youth that if they go to war against the Muslims that are already in Europe, which are more than 10% of the population now, and some places even more than that, um, do they have sufficient youth to actually conduct a war? I don't know the answer to that. According to reports that I've seen and I have, that, I, that I have been able to verify, the security services in France, whether it be police or air force or army or whatever, are at least a third Muslims. So who owns the guns in Europe? Nobody knows the answer to that question. We will win this battle. Nobody should have any doubt that we will win in the war in Gaza. There is absolutely no doubt, I can say, um, this is not a pleasant statement to say, but the the West predicted that if we go into Gaza, particularly American so-called uh, military experts, most of whom have never seen a, uh, 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 um, uh, uh, an actual fight, that we would have horrible casualties. And of course, for Israel, any casualty is a horrible ca- casualty. But, um, we have so far seen under 40 soldiers dead, which is less than 10% of what these people predicted. Less than
0: 10%. I, I have to add it here that my son got a 24-hour leave, uh, and he was telling me that they made much more progress than their commanders thought they would and could, and we really see that God is with us. I want to make this... Uh, I want to make this factual and talk about religion because the Jewish people have really t- uh, turned a corner here, not not just in Israel, but around the world. And we really see the miracles that are going on in Gaza, stories that are coming back from our soldiers who are coming out of there. And uh, again, I said, I have two uh, sons that are stationed down there and are, uh, in, you know, in, in uh, battle and we're praying for their safety. And uh, we are going to win this war, just like Dr. Mordecai Ben Manachem uh, said. We know th- that, the, that we know this because of the Bible, the, the Torah, tells us our prophets tell us that we are going to win that it that jerusalem is going to be a light into the world that the future of the jewish people is going to be here the question is around the world what's going to happen to you and that's why he uh dr mordechai ben menachem is saying and and we have been saying here on the the show that you know we are just the canary in the coal mine whatever happens here it's going to happen it's going to be on your doorstep soon and you've seen your cities You've seen the marches. You've seen the hatred, and when you have mobs, there's no telling what can happen. And you already there's know.
1: A, I quoted uh, Professor Gil White, but he said, "him he,
0: he says as a Christian, he, want, he
1: he's talking about self defense."
0: Yeah, so you've got to. Uh, you have to. Uh, you have to speak the language that people understand, and the the Arab Islamic world only, only understands strength. That's what they understand. And when people talk about a proportional response, we here in Israel are incensed when we hear something like that. We also laugh, you know, it's, it's either or, because when the United States had 9-11 happen to them, through no fault of their own, by the way, they went in and made a war, and they called it shock and awe there was no there was no uh talk about uh let's have a proportional response and I want to explain to people here also that Israel when we had this uh this infiltration into our country and by the way, people screaming for a ceasefire, there was a ceasefire on October sixth the day before this happened, we were in a ceasefire with the Hamas in Gaza, they broke it as they've broken previous ceasefires and they broke it again on October 7th. No more ceasefires. There is the end of Hamas now. And we are going to do a shock and awe because if you think that 9-11 was a terrible thing and it was a terrible thing, it was undeserved about, about uh, from, uh, to what happened to the good American people. But Israel, when you, when you look at it proportionately, it's like, what, 13 9 11s that happened to us, Mordecai? Well, the the, 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 the the proportional
1: quantity would have been as if 54,000 Americans had died.
0: In one day. Okay? In one true. day. So that's what happened to us here in Israel. And so we are kidding back as we should, as any good entity should, hit back with and shock I and awe. Totally
1: proportional response.
0: I think this is entirely proportional. You know, it may be, it may not be, but it's irrelevant. I don't care about proportion. What is this proportion? Who made up this rule? Who made it up? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That's that's (laughs) the whole point. I told you in the past that
1: the people who sat in the Geneva Convention to write the laws of war rejected the concept of proportional response. That's not part of the law. It's now being quoted against us because it's convenient for the Western media to talk about it. But it's not part of the law of war. Proportional response is not part of the law of war. Well, law of armed conflict, if I I, um, 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 pronounce it correctly. Another thing that people need to understand is that a few years ago, the Vatican signed with Hamas a human brotherhood document and no Western leader understood that what that was. The Vatican still does not wholly recognize the state of Israel. For instance, the Vatican had a stipulation when we when they finally did uh, 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 allow us to appoint a uh, a uh, 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 an ambassador to the Vatican that that ambassador not to be someone who was religious or where to keep on. They actually stipulated that as as a precondition for recognition.
0: Okay, Mordechai. We have a caller. Uh, we have Sipora joining us from the uh, East Coast uh, of the United States. Hi, Sipora. What's your comment or question for us here at Israel News Talk? Uh, yes, I just wanted to tell Rabbi Mordechai that um, Italy already did what he's suggesting. They are, or what he's saying, they already de- uh, have arranged for two detention centers in Albania to take their Muslim uh, refugees that are coming to their shore. Maybe he can. Uh, that's only it. the
1: new refugees, though the ones that are coming now, not the ones that are already settled there.
0: Yes, that's correct. Well, it's better late than never.
1: <laughs> that's, that's very true. Very. True. And, and I, I'll
0: add here that Hungary and Poland also do have not taken in in the since the beginning haven't been really absorbing any of these um, Islamic, uh, you know, refugees, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So thank you for your call, Tsipora. Oh, Tsipora, you wait, don't wait, don't don't wait. Forget, it's, is, Go ahead. You wanted to say something about uh, uh, slogans. I just wanted to say that we should chant from the rooftops. When they chant, we should chant, Israel shall be strong and free because we are the Maccabees. Okay. <laughs> yeah, especially in this month that's coming up now of Cheshvan, where the the holiday of uh, Hanukkah is coming. Hello, everybody. I'm Mr. Oh, Hi. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Be well. Thank you for calling in. I want to remind everybody I, I that you
1: know that the name Tzipora was the, was the the name of Moshe's of, of um, Moshe Rabbeinu's wife. Moses's wife. That's it's right. That's world, correct. Uh, it's a it's a it's a well documented name.
0: Yes, I, I want to remind everybody that we are live. If you're listening on Sunday afternoon between four to five p.m. Israel time. or if it's between 9 to 10 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time, that means that we are live and you can call into the show if you're hearing the show at any other time. It means that it's a replay of the show, so uh, don't call in. All right, uh, so go ahead. Okay, speaking
1: of replay, by the way, in 2006, in the second Lebanon war, almost every European country very vociferously tried to shut down Israel's attack on Hezbollah and demand that a ceasefire. The Gulf Arab states with one voice, told them to shut up. They wanted Israel to destroy Hezbollah. The Europeans did not allow it. The Arabs desired it very strongly. The same thing is happening today. The Arab leaders have to play certain things in public, but I assure everyone that every Arab that the leader of every normal Arab country, the, the, the so-called uh, uh, Sunni moderate states, all want us to totally destroy Hamas. And if we can totally destroy all of the tentacles of, of the Muslim Brotherhood, they will be even happier. And speaking of that, by the way, uh, uh, again, uh, um, uh, something, uh, remind me of something that, that I mentioned at the beginning. I wrote an article in um, uh, an uh, um, uh, academic journal eight years ago predicting this war and what was going to happen with the with the, um, uh, um, uh, 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 the, the so-called hydra of Islamic terror. And if anyone's interested in that article, that, that, that is also available to anyone who's interested
0: Okay, and again, you can write in at info at com or at tamar, T-A-M-A-R, at com and say that you'd like to uh, be put in touch with, or you'd like us to forward your email to Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem.
1: Okay, so we go on to the 21st century West. What is happening in the West in the 21st century? Germany, the country that initiated the worst, most devastating war in human history by seeking world domination and attempting to wipe out the Jews... Invited into Europe, people whose ideology is world domination and seeking to wipe out the Jews. Now, is that stupidity or irony? I don't know. Maybe it's just madness. Who did Merkel invite? She invited people from Afghanistan, Syria, and Libya, some of the most extreme of the extreme. They brought rape, crime, filth, and a mindset that non-Muslims are obligated to support them. Many of them, I don't know the proportions, but the numbers are huge, never bother to work. They live off the dole in, in Europe. In other words, European taxpayers, taxpayers support them with their paper. uh, 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 uh. Muslims believe passionately in their values, their virtue, and their superiority. If present trends continue, America will be 15% immigrants by the end of next year. At that number, society becomes numerically unstable. Yes, sir.
0: Okay, we have a caller. We have Tim from St. Louis. Hi there, Tim. What's your comment or question for us here at Israel News Talk Radio? First of all,
2: Thank you for being there. You don't know how many nights I lay in my bed or sit at my table listening to you and thanking God that you're there. My question is, is this the war that they're speaking about in Psalms 83, or is this, the Ezekiel 38, 39 war. And when does the shit come?
0: All right, he's asking, uh, if, if, uh, I believe you're asking if this is the War of Gog and Magog, or Gog and Magog. I think some yes. people refer to that in, in, in English, and... Uh, and uh, what was the last thing that you said? I'm sorry.
2: It is, when does Mashiach come? Uh, the Mashiach, come Mashiach is Mashiach the Messiah.
0: He's asking, when is the Messiah going to come? So I will leave that question to Dr. Mordechai ben menachem who happens to be a rabbi. And Tim, thank you very much for calling in. I, are you a first-time caller? Yes. It's wonderful to hear from you. And uh, always I feel free to write us.
2: I listen to you every day. You get me through the nights.
0: Wow, Tim, it's these it's, are
2: scary times that we're living in.
0: Tim, you're Jewish.
2: I am a Jew. I I, I am so lucky. Uh, I I was born a Jew, and I did not know it until later in life, and was raised a Christian. And I thank God each and every day wow. that I am a Jew. But it's still hard for me to understand why do they hate us so much? I've never done nothing to them, but it's just pure hate.
1: It's just pure hate. Well, your your defi- your your phraseology is exactly per- correct. It is pure. Hatred. It's not impure hatred. It is pure hatred. It's not that. It's not that there's any issue here of there being a reason. There doesn't need to be a reason because it is pure. They don't need a reason to hate us. It's one can say. I mean, it, it's incorrect biologically, of course, but one can say it's part of their psychological DNA. It's part of their. Uh, 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 it's part of their makeup. How they're put together. Now, is this war part of the Gogomogog War? We don't know, and only only with historical perspective will we know in advance. Many people believe that the Holocaust was the beginning of Gogomogog, and that we're still within that same framework. Again, we do not yet have historical perspective to make a judgment call here. Yes. Is this possible? Absolutely, it is possible. We do not know, and we cannot know at this time. And of course, if uh, as to the question, when, is, when will Mashiach come? According to the to the Rambam, according to Maimonides, we all must believe, with our entire being, that Mashiach will come today. And if he doesn't, then well, we're disappointed. But he is always to come today. You can come at any
0: time. Remember, That's Mashiach right.
1: Mashiach is here. He always is here. The question is, is he revealed or not? Can he reveal himself? And that's where we are today. We don't know. Frankly, if I did know, I wouldn't be allowed to say. (laughs) But I I generally don't know. We do not know when he will reveal himself. We know that it can happen at any
0: moment. I'd like to add here, if I can, that... uh, a lot of people are feeling that this could be the war to end all wars the Gog and Magog because of the involvement of the international community in this that america is involved in this now with under joe biden and china sending uh, warships to the area and you've got france and britain and russia now is is people are choosing sides and and, and of course Iran, which is Persia, and so with all of this going on, it th- this is these are signs that very well it could fit the bill for that. And again, like Dr. Mordechai Ben menachem said, we don't know at this point, but it certainly could be. And Tim, I would really like to encourage you. It's too much for a show, you know, on on the air right now. But please email me. Send me an email at Tamar T A M A R at IsraelNewsTalkRadio dot com, and I'd like to encourage you to uh, check out a website called Nefesh Benefesh, which is n, like in November, b, n, n, b, n, november, b, november.org.il. I I think that's the address. And uh, check out about your options about moving to Israel because we know that the future of the Jewish people is going to be here. We know that the Jewish people are going to be safest here. And we know if we just look at our history, that as much as we have tried to fight the war of anti-Semitism against us, we've never won. There's just too many anti-Semites, too few Jews, and we know that uh, anti-Semitism, when you learn in Judaism, it's it's what's called Al-TV. It's supernatural. It, it's, it doesn't make sense. It's something that God, it's a tool that God uses in order to wake us up, to remind us who we are so we can do our mission, which is to be a light into the world and not to not to try to... Uh, uh, melds or melt into the world and 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 assimilate, but rather to bring the rest of mankind up spiritually.
1: Tomorrow, it's exactly what you said just, just just two three minutes ago. You know, we're two days away from uh, from the month of Kislev, and we're twenty five days or twenty seven days away from the holiday of Hanukkah. Hanukkah. That's what it's all about.
0: Yeah. So anyway, well, Tim, I- please please email me so we can be in touch. Okay.
2: I thank you so much for being there. You don't know how much you've helped this Jew throughout the years. And you'll, you'll never know until someday later. But I thank God for you. I really do.
0: Well, thank you so much. Uh, Tim, God bless you. And thank you for calling in. And thank you for introducing yourself to us. We're, we're so pleased to hear thank from you. you. I want to remind everybody that uh we are all volunteers at the station and so when we hear from you our listeners and uh because we're talking to a microphone we don't see you and so we're not getting feedback so unless you write to us or call into a live show we you don't exist and we want to meet you we really want to hear from you so um so Please feel free to write in. Tell us how you heard about us, and and if you have a, a specific show host you want us to forward a letter to, if you don't know their their email address, just send it to info at Radio dot com and ask us to forward the email to them. They will be thrilled to hear from you. All right, uh, Doctor Mordechai Ben Menachem, we um, take it away. We have as much time as as you need. Okay.
1: So uh, 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 just a, a, a little aside here, a little bit about the global economy. We're talking about the 21st century West, um, uh, what's going on. The global economy is, on, is very much on life support right now. It's not healthy. No economist that's looking at it, unless they're part of the Biden administration, thinks that the Western economy is, is healthy right now. It's all very, very uh, difficult. First the Wuhan virus, then the Ukraine war, and now Hamas. Larry Fink, the head of BlackRock, we've spoken about him in the past, quote, probability of recession is growing, rising fear creates a withdrawal from consumption or spending. More fear creates recessions in the long run. In other words, the fear of, crea- of recession creates recession. That's Larry Fink's um, uh, 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 take on things. Jamie Dimon, head of J.P. Morgan, America's largest bank, said, "Quote: Things are scary and unpredictably unpredictable. Arguably, the worst since 1938. That's not a random date, people. 1938. 1938. He's talking about the evening before the Holocaust began officially began. I mean, Jews were already being killed, but the, the mass mass killings were not yet begun." There are right now 32 active international conflicts. How many people are aware that there are 32 active international conflicts? People know about Ukraine. People know about the war in Gaza. That's a drop in the bucket. There are 32 active international conflicts, conflicts right now, right at this moment, going on. Ukraine and Russia are major food suppliers. We've talked about this in the past many times. Russia produces energy. So Clinton's ridiculous uh, 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 peace dividend is now dead. Everything that he did is now dead. Clinton was a fiasco for the American, for the American polity, for the American economy. There's more death right now and conflict than since, than since since 1943 the degree of conflict in the world today has, has is greater than has been since 1943 and by the way some people particularly in the in the um, uh, 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 falsified media of, the, of in america are like, uh, like the the new york uh, the new york times and, and other um, um, ridiculous mouthpieces like that have the temerity to talk about pax americana which of course is ridiculous In World War II, approximately 80 million people died. Since World War II, more than 100 million people have died in in conflicts. So there is no American peace. There is no Pax Americana. It's false. Universities do not comply with the law in America. Uh, 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 Universities have accepted over the last few years... $8.5 $8.5 billion dollars from Middle East donors that are not declared. And apparently it's an additional <coughs> <coughs> pardon me. An additional $13 billion uh, 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 that they've also accept, uh, accepted that is also not declared. The law demands that publicly, publicly funded universities need to declare all of their sources of, 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 of um, income. Qatar, the home of Hamas's luxury leaders with their billions in 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 their banks, bank accounts. That of course the the people, the actual people in in Gaza never see any of that money, has used $2.7 billion for influencing universities. The country of Qatar buys influence in American universities. We wonder why you send your children to university and they become indoctrinated with. Some ridiculous uh, 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 um, um, doctrines that you have no idea where they came from. Well, this is where they come from.
0: Mordech, I just want to interrupt for a moment and say that uh, Israel's gotten an, another red alert uh, siren going off in the south of Israel, uh, in Kerem Shalom. We are praying for the safety of the people there who are running for cover for shelter. Go ahead. I almost lived in Kerem Shalom, by the way. Hmm.
1: At one point in time, there was a when I was still at the university, um, um, Kerem Shalon had become depopulated, and I was offered to recreate a settlement there. I declined it, um, actually mostly because I simply don't drive and it's inconvenient for me. But okay, hmm. today it's a thriving community, thank God. Um, Let's go on. Uh, uh, we mentioned at the beginning the the concept of rape. What is what, you know why did these people why did if you're if they're just soldiers the people that from Hamas that came into Israel on the seventh of October why did they take the time to rape why did they take the time to to torture almost all of their victims most of the victims well most of the victims they they they, they, they of course shot wildly all over the place but. Whenever they had the chance, they took the time to delay themselves and raped and and tortured and 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 did some of the most horrible, most of the brutal things that we that humanity has ever seen. Why did? Why bother? Let me explain something. And this is horrible. If anybody is very sensitive, close your ears for a moment, please. Children enter the first grade in places like Janine, Tukaram Gaza whatever, all of these um, uh, places where the educational system is run by the United Nations, again what's the first thing they see on the first day of first grade well, in normal places in the world, what do they see, they see um, uh, I don't know, pictures of flowers pictures of of, 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 of of nature and things like that the first thing they see is a, picture, is a giant picture of a vulva of the female sexual organ with the caption, this is your honor. That's what they see on the first day of first grade. This is your honor. When they raped our women, their thinking was that they were stealing our honor from us. That's the way they think. That's what they're, they're. That's what they've been taught again by the educational system, sponsored and paid for by your tax dollars via the United Nations. <clears throat> Destruction of honor is the ultimate damage to a society in in the in the law of j- of jihad. So what is takiya? Takiya, I should mention, was originally a Shia concept. It was not adopted into Sunni, uh, into Sunni uh, uh, concepts uh, uh, historically. It was adopted into Sunni basically by Ayatollah Khomeini, not the present Ayatollah, the previous Ayatollah, the the one who began the revolution. He attempted to, um, in some manner, combine the philosophy of Shia and the philosophy of Sunni, taking the most extreme. Concepts of both and combining them into something which was utterly horrible. Takiya basically is it means something very simple. Takiya means that you are uh, the the Quran specifically states that a Muslim must never lie. Takiya says you can lie if it's if it is for the benefit of Islam. Originally, again, originally it was Shia. The Shia, as a were, were a small minority within Islam, they used the concept to. Um, falsify their identity and they could claim that they were Sunni and not Shia, and therefore they weren't being uh, hunted. But today, takia is used by these Islamists to allow basically any lie. So if you, for instance, you, I don't know, you rent an apartment to uh, to one of these uh, um, Muslim, uh, imitation Muslim monsters. Well, by by the law of taqiyya, he doesn't have to keep the contract. He keeps the contract for as long as it's convenient to him. As soon as he can break the contract and and basically screw you, well, then he's allowed because Islam, their version of Islam, allows him to do that.
0: I want people to remember that when they hear statistics coming out from the health ministry in Gaza that... Exactly. four thousand children have been killed by the zionist uh entity etc
1: exactly that is exactly the point you are exactly correct so let's let's just um uh uh we're, we're sort of um um closing in to the end now uh a little bit about borders national borders if you, if you look at history and there are innumerable number of uh of, of uh, little videos on, on YouTube that can show you how borders change over the years. National borders are never and never have been static. No national border is static. The only borders that can be static are a border which is absolutely physical. Like for instance, the United States has an eastern border which is static. That's abnormal, not to, not to use the term in, in any derogatory sense of course. The fact that the United States' eastern border is the ocean, that's not normal. The border between, for instance, France and Germany is not physical. There's nothing that forces it to be a border. Those borders move all the time. All borders move all the time. The borders are not only, when I'm talking about borders, I'm not only talking about borders of countries. And this is something that people need to be aware of as well. One of the well-known stories about the 7th of October, and, and it's, it's, it's emotional to even talk about this. Um, uh, uh, as everyone knows, the, 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 the settlement of Berry consisted of, of uh, uh, about 400 people. More than a fourth of those, uh, of those people living there in that village were murdered. Many of the people that were saved, how were they saved? Some families came from Rahat. And I'll get back to the in a moment to, to that. Came from Rahat, family by the name Al Karnawi came from Rahat, and in their automobiles whisked people away. And by the way, they, they were doubly endangered because they could have been killed by the by the terrorists. They could have been killed by our own soldiers who saw an Arab taking away a Jewish woman and said, you're a captive. I'm going to kill these people. And it turns out that, that, that there are many very loyal Arabs who are citizens of, the, of, of Israel and are valuable citizens. And that's one of the things that we need to understand. This family, uh, 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 his personal name was Hashem, Al-Karnawi, He said, one country, one destiny. So borders are not just borders of country. Borders are also your own personal borders that everyone needs to be aware of when times get tough.
0: I want to jump in here and remind everybody and remember what I'm saying and repeat it to other people. Israel has peace with all of the Arabs. That is... With all of the Arabs that want peace. And the only Arabs that Israel doesn't have peace with are the Arabs that don't want peace.
1: Oh, that is absolutely correct, but so strongly correct that people get very, very confused about how important that statement really is. Okay, I don't know if you're interested in this, but um, tomorrow somebody sent us a list of ten of uh, nine questions, and and if you like, I can go over the uh, and answer them very very quickly right now. If you if you want to take the time, sure.
0: Okay, briefly because we don't have a lot of time. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Okay. Some
1: of these questions are pretty strange, but uh, uh, I'll try to answer them um, unemotionally as much as I can.
0: And this was, by the way, uh, written in by a listener, I believe from Australia, so thank you for writing in. Again, we love hearing from our listeners. Go ahead. Uh,
1: The the questions, I think the questions are poignant because many people are probably asking themselves some of these questions. Some of them, as I said, are really strange to me, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay? So the first question was, uh, 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 how do we not allow ever a repeat of the Hamas terrorist invasion and the murder? Well, the answer is the way you do that is by destroying the capability to ever do it again. That's what we're in there doing right now. Second question. How can Israel integrate all of its many diverse people groups? I'm not exactly sure what that means, what that question means. Um, as far as I'm aware, as I just said, uh, I, I should mention, by the way, um, uh, I'll go back for a moment. Um, the largest Bedouin city outside Saudi Arabia is in southern Israel, and it's a city called Rahat. And I used to live right next door to it, and it's a it's a lovely town. Okay, it's a Bedouin city. Everyone living there are Bedouins, um, uh, um, um, and um, uh, um, the vast majority of them are are, are fine, upstanding, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. No issue with them. Mm, there's a lot of crime there, though. There's a lot of crime <laughs> all over. The, um, the 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 southern portion of Israel because a lot of the Arab some many of the Arab towns there <coughs> live from organized crime and not from work for instance Tel Shev is a horrible horrible place uh, uh, um, um,
0: okay but uh, we won't so. talk about that now for, uh, no well, that's not time. part of our conversation yeah so anyway okay.
1: so so this guy says uh, this this question was how do we integrate overall diverse people groups? I don't know how to answer that question. Okay? Third question. Uh, how can Israel reform, this is a question, reform its democracy to agree to a new constitution that makes the Knesset, the parliament, more responsible, responsive to its people? Well, vast majority of Israelis are not convinced that a, that a constitution is the way to do that. And I, certainly I would say that I'm not convinced that that's the way to do it. I don't think a written constitution is necessary. I think it's detrimental. Okay.
0: And that's an opinion.
1: And, and Give and a quick reason papers. why. You, you can't
0: just say that and not give a reason why.
1: Oh, I can't? Okay. <laughs> um, well, I can give two reasons, basically. A, I think we have a written constitution. It's called the Torah. Right. B, um, uh, 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 B I think uh, 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 what will happen if a real effort is made to write a written constitution, a so-called, quote-unquote, modern constitution, well, <coughs> pardon me, what will happen is it will be hijacked by these uh, people like the, uh, the, 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 the Supreme Court justices who have crazy ideas about them controlling everything that they can possibly control, and therefore the constitution will be written in such a manner that it will not represent the people as a whole. Remember, we have a diverse population with many different uh, groups, and these groups all need to have their voices. But again, this is an opinion, and no, no one needs to agree with me. <clears throat> um, number four, strangers of all the questions, I'm, I'm, this is really weird as far as I'm concerned, pardon me, um, how can Israel include the children of the Palestinians at some future chain stage as being eligible to become Israeli citizens? Never going to happen. Ever.
0: That's like, th- that's. I don't,
1: you, I don't know if the person who wrote this is listening. Never. I, will I think that he happen. just
0: doesn't understand, but l- let's put it in, in things like uh, why can't ISIS uh, children become American citizens? They don't uh, share uh, your Jessica value right system. They don't the share.
1: Of the genocidal monsters, not Ed Moore. Okay. <laughs> Number five. Um, divide Israel into electoral regions of somewhat equal population numbers. A ridiculous question anyone who understands as any knowledge of Israel's geography, much less demography, knows that that is an impossible statement, an impossible thought. Israel is, uh, 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 first of all, it's microscopic in terms of countries. It's the one hundredth smallest country in the world. Um, and, and secondly, um, uh, two-thirds of the land mass of the, of, the, of the country holds less than one-third of the population of the country. So there is actually there's physically no practical way to do what he's asking here. Okay? Number six, Consider making vo- voting compulsory. Why would anyone want
0: to do that? That's Why? not Demo- That's not a free. That's not a free society. Then, if, if someone doesn't want Correct. to vote, they don't have to that's vote. You act. can't make somebody I, vote. I don't want voting to be compulsory. I've always <laughs> voted
1: if we're given a chance, but that's my that's my thing. Right. I, I will certainly not not agree for it to be compulsory. Okay. Seven, enhance its connections with surrounding Arab countries, which began some time ago. Well, that's what we're doing. Um. Uh. I will predict. And again, only time will tell if I'm correct or not, that the stronger our response to Hamas, the stronger will be the Abraham Accords a year and a half, two years from now. And the safer the world will be. Well, of course. But his question was right now, the surrounding, the surrounding Arab countries, surrounding Arab countries, as I mentioned just a few moments ago, strongly desire us to totally trample Hamas into and below the sand of Gaza. It should no longer is. Hamas endangers their existence. So that's how we can answer this number seven, enhance its connections with surrounding Arab countries. Number eight, increase its defense posture to ensure the sore of an aggressive adjacent state is neutralized. I don't know what he's trying to say. So number nine, improve and contribute to the in- inequities of adjacent nations so, for instance, the need for the Egyptians or the Saudis or Yemenis, etc., are not targeting an invasion of Israel other than religious reasons. I don't understand what he's asking here. So, sir, if, 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 you're, if you're listening, those questions that I did not answer, know how to answer, if you can re- rephrase them in a way that I can understand what you're actually asking, I will try to answer them in the
0: future. All right. I I hope we uh, were able to satisfy him on most of that. And uh, again, we love hearing from our listeners. I want to repeat here. uh, I can't promise to answer all my emails, but I do try to read all of them. So just know that uh, uh, most of them we do see and we, but we unfortunately can't respond to all of them. Okay, go ahead. That's it. All right. That's it. So, I want to wish everybody justice, safety, wholesomeness, peace, and that the uh, soldiers and the emergency workers here in Israel who are protecting us all come home safely and have uh, come home after a complete and uh, strong victory against these evil monsters that came in. And broke the ceasefire that we had with them, and came in and attacked innocent men, women, and children and Before you believe any numbers coming out of the Palestinian Authority or any numbers coming out of Gaza, understand what Takeah is, and understand that these are these are uh crooks, criminals, monsters, and you can't believe a word that they're saying. you always have to check. And, so why, and wha- wait, 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 wait I, one more thing. I, I made a point of telling the story about these, these gentlemen from, from
1: Rahat as well. We're not talking about Arabs. We're not talking about Muslims. We're talking about Islamists.
0: And I, I want to say one more thing. Anybody who is worried about the humanitarian crisis of uh, Gazans in Gaza, Understand, number one, what about the humanitarian needs of our kidnapped men, women, children, and babies who the Red Cross hasn't even gone in and checked on them like they should have? And number, t- and number two, if you want are so much wanting a ceasefire, it's easy and it can be done instantly. Just have the Hamas surrender and it will be all over. Surrender and it will be all over over but we are not responsible for their citizens their government their leadership is and their leadership that they voted in democratic elections they voted them in the gazans themselves voted in the hamas to be their representatives they are responsible for their people not israel but israel is actually doing more work to try to protect lives there as the hamas is trying to use them as pawns political pawns and uh and and just kill them in order to, and, and then blame it on Israel. So, so understand this. 10 million
1: this. messages have been sent to 1.5 million Gazans. Get out of the way, please.
0: And we have our tanks protecting them as we provide a corridor for them to be able to get out of harm's way. So again, before you accept any of these claims that we've, uh, Israel's killed 10,000 10, people or has uh, killed 4,000 uh you know, uh, uh, children there in Gaza. Please, please, Israel does not target civilians. It especially doesn't target children. And if anyone is killed, it is the fault of the Gazans and the uh, the Hamas that broke the ceasefire and came in and made this murderous rampage, this pogrom By the way, broke the on steroids. Ceasefire.
1: That ceasefire that they broke, that was the fifth time they broke the ceasefire Yeah,
0: there. yeah. And
1: anybody who calls for way, a ceasefire, you don't, you don't to to immoral. Us? You don't want to listen to our opinion about that? There's a general by the name of Richard Kemp, a former colonel in the British Army. Again, not not a Jew, a, a, a pure 100% Brit. And look at the, a recent article he just wrote about the, exactly about that.
0: Look there, up,
1: Richard Kemp. Yeah. I mean, the only ceasefire Japan? there
0: should be is if the Hamas surrenders and that's it because we've made ceasefire after ceasefire after ceasefire and this is what we got for it all these dead men, women and children the tortures, torturous things they did they put a baby in an oven we're talking about Nazi ISIS on steroids you cannot make peace with an entity that doesn't want peace, they don't want peace they want to murder and kill in the name of their religion alright I'll leave it there Uh, I will leave it there and uh, I want to thank you Dr. Mordecai ben Menachem, for being with us and again I want to pray for the safety of all the Jewish people around the world who are also if they're outside of Israel are are being attacked by anti-Semites there was just in Montreal a school that had bullets shot at it shooting at a school children unbelievable Thank you for being with us. This is the Tamariana show.